my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. My name is Will Moala. I'm the pastor of the Paravista and the Gawler Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. Thank you for joining us today. This theme, this week we have a brand new theme to kick off uh, this week. Our theme for this week is, Is Faith More Than a Crutch for the Week? Is Faith More Than a Crutch for the Week? And today my co-host and I were looking at the question, What is Faith and what does it mean to actually walk by faith? And today my co-host is Pastor Ricardo Sheffer pastor of the Prospect International Church in South Australia. Pastor Ricardo, I think this has been a this has been our second third time now working together in in it's the studio. So uh it's good to have you back and uh glad that we are able to present on today's show. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here. Yeah, so um so we're looking at this topic today, Pastor Ricardo, this this question of faith. And uh, the theme, again, is faith more than a crutch for the weekend. Mm. You know, you've probably been um, told that, I guess, over the course of your life as a Christian. I know I have. And and you read articles every now and then that, that supposedly faith is just something that helps people mm. deal with life and kind of helps them, you know, kind of deal with the unknown and kind of help them get by their difficult situations and their, you know, dark, you know, their stages of life. But, you know, we want to kind of take a bit of a deeper look in that. So we're, we're privileged to start the week off to introduce the theme to our, our listeners, our uh, listeners out there today. But the rest of our team are going to be looking at different aspects of this question. So I'm super excited, uh, Pastor Ricardo, that we're going to get to unpack this idea of faith because it's so crucial. This idea, this notion of faith when it comes to, to, uh, following, uh, Jesus, when it comes to specifically to the Christian faith uh, as well. So looking forward to your insights, Pastor Ricardo, as Thank we uh, dive in um, in our show today. So again, we want to welcome all you out there listening uh, to our Drive Time Big Q&A show. We are live uh, directly from South Australia and we welcome uh, wherever you may be listening from in this beautiful country, um, Australia. So we'd love to have you. Also, I thought I might just give a bit of a plug, uh, Pastor Ricardo, to our website. So you may... Um, I want to know a little bit more about uh, our ministry, um, which is Faith FM. And so, if, so we actually, there's a website out there that you can connect with called faithfm.com.au. And if you go online there, you will see a bunch of different programs. We are just one of many programs that have been broadcast all across Australia. So if you go onto the homepage, faithfm.com.au, you could actually uh, listen to past programs. There's book offers. Um, even if you want to contact uh, uh, some of us and and uh, you can get in contact with us and our team there. So, yeah, we just want to encourage you, um, get on to faithfm.com.au. And if you really want to be up to date, we also have an app as well. So um, you can listen to past episodes and past programs um, through your device. And so don't feel you have to wait to listen to us <laughs> go live every day. You have many, many programs and resources uh, at your fingertips. So faithfm.com.au and uh, you will see a lot of resources there that you can get yourself into. So we're going to uh, 
switch gears now and go to our World Watch segment. This is we do this at the, the top of the show um, each time, and we want to look at uh, I guess uh, articles, something that's out there um, in in the world, and kind of relate to you know how does what we're seeing out in the world. Uh, how does it relate to what we see as Christians and particularly to, uh, prophetic, uh, this idea of prophecy and how that, how those two, uh, how is prophecy being, being played out right in front of our very eyes? And so I wanted to take a bit of a different approach, Pastor Ricardo. Well, I wouldn't say different, but something that's happened across the shores over in the United States. Um, and I want to re- read just maybe a few lines of this article. Now, I might just want to let our viewers know that this article, um, it is dealing with a, with a, a fatal incident, a tragic event that actually happened in the U.S. just, uh, just weeks ago, uh, involving a young man who unfortunately lost his life. Mm. And the reason I want to share this article, Pastor Ricardo, because, you know, despite the, um, the brevity and, and the darkness of what surrounds this article, I see that there is, Jesus actually spoke about these, how the world will be. So if you're listening and you're driving, I'm going, what on earth does this have to do with our drive time, uh, Christian broadcast? Well, in many ways, what we're seeing today is a fulfillment of what Jesus himself said would be the nature the uh, what the the hearts and the 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 type of um attitudes and values that people be holding so the article that i've got here to share with our listeners with all you out there today is taken from time uh time.com which is um the online version of time magazine and uh the article is titled tyree nichols uh, killing is the result of a diseased culture and the article is written by uh, Goldie Taylor, and it's published online January thirty first, two thousand twenty three. And um, look, look, um, Ricardo, I'm not going to read the whole article. I just want to read a couple of things. But as I was saying to you before we went on air, uh, my purpose is not to dissect. This is not a political kind of thing where I'm trying to, you know. All I'm trying to say is this is what happened in the states, and, and, and it's a sad story, really. But then also um, link it to um, what is the Bible saying about mm-hmm. these types of things we're hearing. And so if you're a bit unaware of what had happened, a young man, his name was Tyree Nichols. He unfortunately lost his life um, at the hands of police brutality. And I want to read just a few opening lines of this article by this uh, Goldie Taylor. He goes, he starts the article by saying, I did not want to watch... As a people, we have witnessed the horrors of police violence again and again. So much so that some of us are now immune, desensitized against the trauma. Others of us look away because, frankly, we are not. In the end, I could not turn away. My own son, Joshua, is but a couple of years older. and But for time and a slight crossing of the stars, it could have been him on that pavement. Several years ago, my middle child was handcuffed in Atlanta with a weapon pressed against his back after officers falsely accused him of stealing his own MacBook. He is alive today, but I know things could have turned out much differently. There can be no debate about the brutality that led to 29-year-old Tyree Nichols' death. The video footage proves it. He was dragged from his car, assaulted, chased down, and brutally beaten by a gang of Memphis police officers. Like Josh, Nichols was a few blocks from home. 
In the aftermath, as Nichols lay incoherent, bleeding, and slumped against a police cruiser, the officers, now facing a slew of charges, including second-degree murder, aggravated assault, and aggravated kidnapping, compared notes, got their story straight, and complained about their shoes. None of them stopped to help him. No one rendered aid. They were thinking about themselves, their families, their careers, their tomorrows. Now, Ricardo, the article keeps going on, but um, I think already there in just these opening paragraphs, you know, there's a couple of points I like here. Um, well, probably like's not the appropriate word, but that, uh, that I want to highlight here. He opens uh, this particular, this article, uh, author Goldie Taylor says that at the outset, as a people, we have witnessed the horrors of police violence again and again. And I just want to just pause and say the article is not so much to highlight the police brutality, although that is a, a big part of this story, but the idea of violence in the world. And I thought I wanted to broaden this kind of conversation in our World Watch segment with Pastor Ricardo. He says here so much so um, that we are immune, desensitized against the trauma. And then he goes on to talk about how these police officers weren't interested in the health and well-being of this 29-year-old. As his article says, all they were doing was trying to make sure their stories were right. And, you know, I watched a couple of the, you know, the news articles that came out and they, what had happened it was, Ricardo, once this you know, once this happened and, and the young man died, um, you know, there were obviously there was riot. I uh, wouldn't say riots, but there was definitely protesting on the streets, demanding that the Memphis police, um, they would, uh, how would I say it, that they would get access to the body cam of the police officers, and they mm-hmm. actually did. And so you would see the the footage from their where it would be placed on their chest, wherever it was, and you could see. You know, I think well, you could see how this young man was, you know, treated and ultimately led, you know, to his death. You know, the the sad part of it was Ricardo. He was only twenty nine, so you know, he wasn't, a, you know, he's a full grown man. And there's a part of it where he's actually calling out for his mother. He's screaming. Oh my goodness! And he's yelling. He's going, "Mama, where are you?" And mm-hmm. and you know, to think that this young man, that his last moments was, he was calling for help. And so, look, I don't want to get too much involved in down the down everything that went hap- mm-hmm. that went down. But I guess I want to share the article, Pastor Ricardo, because there's a family right now that's grieving in the United States. They lost their son, mm-hmm. and people put faith. You know, talking about faith, really. And mm-hmm. if I could just interject that word in the article, like, they want to have faith in their in the police and, and the people that are meant to serve and protect. And, you know, in this instant, it seems allegedly that they weren't doing the right thing. They were overextending, they were abusing their power. So the angle I wanted to kind of, how does this relate to, you know, when it comes to the Christian faith, you know, I, was, I couldn't help but think, Pastor Ricardo, about when Jesus talked about the signs of the end of the world. And um, there's a text in the New Testament where Jesus says that as it was in the days of Noah, yes. so it will be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And I've just got here um, in the in Genesis chapter six, 
um, before the the Lord sent the flood to basically, you know, to wipe the earth, to cleanse it, as it were, from the the wickedness. I just want to read the the verse very quickly. It says there. Um, it says there. Um, so just let me pull it down a bit. It basically says that their their hearts were evil continually, mm-hmm. and uh, it says that. Um, hey, I've got it right here. It says. In Genesis 6 and verse 5, it says, The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth. Every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but think, Pastor Ricardo, could we be living in those very days today where all we see when we look on the news, when we look and when we see the world around us, we see articles like, the tragedy of this young man that uh, lost his life in America, that we see evilness and we see the human heart. So, um, so yeah, though, so that, that article, that the title caught my attention, Tyree Nichols' killing is a result of a diseased culture. Diseased culture, that's well described. Yeah. Yes. It, and I was thinking... When I hear the word disease culture, although it's talking about this specific article about the mm-hmm. police and how they, you know, about their, they, how they did not do what they were supposed to do as protecting their, you know, the citizens. They, unfortunately, this man lost his life, but I couldn't help but think of this is a worldwide issue that we have, mm-hmm. the human heart. And, and I was thinking of that text in Jeremiah where, you know, he says there in the 17th chapter that our hearts are deceitful. Mm-hmm. Above all things, and desperately wicked. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't know. For me, Ricardo, when I see articles like this, and I see injustices, and I see, you know, these things happening in our world, and evil, and crime, and I mean, even I mean, we're talking about an article in South, you know, over in the United States, but man, well, I I turn in the yeah, and that's we don't know. Mm. Yeah, there's perhaps unnumbered stories like that. That, that we don't that don't get the light of day, mm-hmm. but um, when I when I read this article, it just tells me. To me, it's all coming back from. This is the brokenness that we're living in. This is the this is what sin. If I could use the biblical mm-hmm. term, this is what sin has done to the human heart. We're we're depraved. We are broken. Mm-hmm. Instead of love, we have self, you know, even the article mm-hmm. kind of brought that out, that the police officers, they weren't interested in the young man. They were interested in themselves and they wanted to make sure that all their stories corroborated and all these type of things. Mm-hmm. So it really highlights that that we're living in a broken world, that even mm-hmm. if people like police officers and people that we would would think that would uh, be there to, to protect and to take care of, of our society and our community. It's quite the opposite. Yeah. So... Mm. So I just wanted to kind of open that article up to, you know, firstly, there's a grieving family there. There's a mother, there's a mm-hmm. father that's lost their son. And look, I'm not sure the aftermath developments, but I, I think there's lawsuits, there's all that type of thing. They want to hold these policemen accountable, you know, and all that, you know, all that, all that stuff that will take place afterwards. But, you know, again, just coming back to the article title is that, it's his killing is a result of a disease culture. And I'd like to maybe add to that and, and to mm-hmm. kind of say our world is a result of this disease culture mm-hmm. 
that that we experience day to day, and that is the disease we all have is sin. That's called sin. Yeah, the sinful nature. Yeah, and so um, so my my prayers go out to that family right Mm -hmm. now, the the Nichols family, and you know they lost their son, and I'm just praying that they would find some type of closure and some type of peace amidst this. And, you know, I was just saying this happened in the States, Pastor Coda, but, you know, you know, I, I, you know, every now and then I'll look on online and see the news that's happening locally and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just looking at the news this week that apparently in Alice Springs, uh, all the indigenous locals and elders got together because the young people are out of control over there. Mm-hmm. They're going around and they, they don't know what to do. So it doesn't matter whether it's United States, where it's mm-hmm. Australia or United Kingdom, the world, we, it's, Disease of sin has just is rampant throughout the hearts of of, of the whole world. You know, mm-hmm. Paul says that you know all have sinned and broke and broke and, and fallen short of the glory of God. Um, so I just wanted to share that article with with our listeners out there. Is you know what happened in the states, and you've probably seen it on the news. You probably read what had happened and seen what happened. You probably saw the footage. You see it doing the rounds on 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 the media and and. Um, and why is this world the way it is? Well, we've just been saying we, we are living in the brokenness of this, this broken world. And, and that's why the gospel and the power of Christ is, is part of the solution to mm. what we're seeing in our world today. So we're going to have to leave that article. Do you want to add anything to that? Any, yeah, anything well, else to when, that that I may have missed, um, Ricardo? All, all these acts of violence and retaliation that we see, um, they are happening more frequently everywhere, just like yeah. Jesus described it, you know, as in the days before the flood. And when you go to Genesis, like you read those verses, yeah. uh, Pastor Will, um, violence everywhere. That's one of the other verses that I think right. you didn't read that one. But the one that you read said that, that the thoughts of everyone was evil continually, continually all yeah. the time. Yeah. And that's exactly what we see now everywhere, all the time you see these acts of crime, uh, violence, uh, people are m- uh, merciless, you know. Yeah, and of course we are called to counteract all of these acts of violence as much as you know as, as we can. But um, uh, having said that, the Bible already foretold that this will be the situation of the world yeah. before Jesus comes, as yeah. in the days of Noah, as in the days of Lot. Even in Luke eighteen verse eight, it says. Um, uh, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith yeah. on the earth? And yeah. the implicit answer is, of course, very little. Yeah. You know, this is, so, this is happening. Yeah. So that's the world we're living in. Yes. And, um, but we praise God that the gospel is, is God's solution to the sin problem. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I'm reminded, because, you know, we always start the outset of the show with, uh, we're talking about, we're looking at news in the light of in the light of Bible prophecy and last book of the Bible, Ricardo, before we go to our book offer, talks about Revelation twenty one, the new heavens and the new earth. And that beautiful promise in Revelation 21 where uh, John the Apostle said that he saw a new heavens and a new earth, right? No more sickness, no more death, no more sorrow, no more mm-hmm. pain. And that's that's the ultimate that's where God wants us to be. He wants us to be in that new heaven, that new earth. And so we're living in a world of pain. We're living in a, a world where you know, we see so much sin and suffering and mm-hmm. death and injustice, but but for the Christian, there is a 
there is an eternal hope mm-hmm. that you and I have and, and that believers have um, when they put their faith in, in the Lord Jesus is that, that yes, sin was never God's, uh, he never, uh, it wasn't his, never part of his plan, if I could use that word. Um, but through the gospel and through Christ, um, God is already uh, remedying uh, the sin, the problem, the brokenness. Um, so, yeah, so hope you enjoyed that article. I know it was a very dark article and it's a, it's a signs of the times of what we're seeing in our media, in our news, this injustice, these deaths. And um, But we praise God for the gospel. Praise God for the gospel. So, look, we're going to switch gears now. We're going to go to our free book offer, and then we're going to go to a song, and then we're going to come right back and listen to Pastor Ricardo unpack this um, this uh, topic of faith. So before we do that, our free book offer for t- uh, today and for the rest of this week is we are going to be um, – our free book offer is actually the Bible itself, Pastor Ricardo. We're offering our listeners to you out there today is we want to give you a copy of the Bible and the beautiful thing about this Bible, they have some amazing Bible study helps in the back of the Bible. It's actually 12 month of, uh, there's also a, a 12 month Bible reading plan. Um, that's there. So there's, uh, there's all these resources in the back of this Bible as well. So if you'd like to have a free copy, you may have a Bible yourself. Maybe you want to give this to someone, uh, one of your friends and give it away. We would like you to text the code word. Our code word for today and this week is SA103. And you need to text that code word to 04888880811. And our bot will get in touch with you and get your details and get, we'll get that book out to you as soon as you can. As soon as we can. Sorry. So once again, our free book offer is a free Bible with amazing uh, study helps and a Bible reading plan to get you uh, into the Word. If you'd like that free copy from us to you, please text the code word SA103, SA103, no breaks in between, to the number here in the studio, 04888 uh, get your details and we'll get that book out to you as soon as possible. Please don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A. When peace like a river attendeth my way When sorrows like sea billows roll And I 
Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. That was the song It Is Well With My Soul by Anthem Lights. Uh, so you listen to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. My name is Will Moala, the pastor of Paravista Angola SDA Churches in South Australia. And my co-host today is Pastor Ricardo Sheffer. He is the pastor of the Prospect International Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. If you're just to- joining us uh, right at this juncture, we are... Just about to get into our topic uh, for this week, we're beginning a brand new theme for this week. Is faith more than a crutch for the weak? In Pastor Ricardo, uh, we're going to attempt well, uh, to look at the question, um, what is faith and what does it mean to walk by faith? So yeah, I want to pass the time to you. Share share with our listeners today this this uh, question. How can we How can we understand this notion of faith and what does it actually mean? Uh, when the Bible talks about walking by faith? Excellent questions, I think, um, because in Christianity we all talk about faith, so we better know what it means, right? The question is then, what is faith? Right. Is it important to have faith as a Christian, or is it an option? Is it optional or really important? Well, the Bible says that without faith it is impossible to please God. Uh, and I'm sure that you listeners If you love God, you want to please Him. So if the Bible says, if the Word of God says, without faith it is impossible to please God, then we better um, understand what faith is because we want to have faith. We want to please God. So in order to answer the question, let's go to the Bible, because I don't want to give out my uh, own, you know, interpretation of or, or... perspective of things. I want to go to the Bible. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. And um, we're going to learn maybe a couple of uh, Greek words. But um, I want to go deep into this verse because I want us to understand what faith is according to the Bible. Okay, So Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So it describes faith in 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 two lines. See, the yeah. two lines are the uh, mean the same thing, but it's expressed in different ways. You know. So first part says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the substance. That word substance is the Greek um, hypostasis. Which is a compound of two words. Okay. Hupo and um, histeme. Histeme. Um, Hupo means under, underneath, under. And histeme means to stand firm, to establish. Okay. So when you get those two Greek words together, hypostasis. In other words, it's saying that f- it's saying that faith is the foundation, whatever is under something, you know, the faith faith is the foundation upon which our hope can stand firm or be safely established. That's what it's trying to say. Oh, okay. It's the substance, the foundation where we can um, establish our hopes. Um other translations read Hebrews 11.1 1 as, Now faith is the realization of things hoped for. This is very interesting. Mm. The realization is, is, uh, is something that has already happened. It's, it's a fact, you know? 
Um, so the realization, in other words, the foundation of our faith is so huge and powerful that even when the things that we hope for have not been seen yet or have not happened yet, they can be considered as facts. Even if they yeah. are yet to be fulfilled in the future, you can confidently say um, it's a fact. Why? Because of the foundation for our hope. And we're going to look at, at these verses um, and we're going to realize that the foundation of our faith yeah. is the Word of God. That's okay. why we can consider those things as facts, because God said it. Simple Amen. as that. Amen. Um, so now, what are the things hoped for? Because we read that faith is the substance of things hoped for. What are the things hoped for? We're going to read a few other verses, a couple of verses. Romans eight twenty four speaks about this, and it says, For we were saved in this hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? In other words, the things that we hope for are things that are not seen. The, he, uh, the, the Greek word seen here is blepo, which means to see, to discern. So um, when we talk about faith, we're talking about uh, believing in things that we have not yet seen or, 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 or discerned. We may not understand how, but just because the Word of God says this is so, we believe. Just to give you an example, the Bible says if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We may say, I don't think God has forgiven me. I don't feel it. But faith means to believe that that is a fact just because God says it. If, I, I, if I'm repentant of my sins and I confess my sins to God, then I have to believe that I'm forgiven. Why? Not because I feel it, but because God because said of, it. Because God says. That's faith. Faith in the Word of God. First uh, Peter 1, 7-9, for example, it says, um, another, another example of the things that we hope for. Uh-huh. It says that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, um, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith. The salvation of your souls. Uh, none of us have seen the second coming of Jesus, the yeah. revelation of Jesus, right? Because it's still in the future. Right. But because the Word of God says that He's coming again, we can rejoice in that fact that He's coming again. We can, like it says here, we can receive the end of our faith, the salvation of our souls, when Jesus comes. So could could you... Could we use the word perhaps trust as well? It uh, is trust. Like faith is, is in terms like, cause you're mentioning the second coming, the return of Jesus. And as Christians, we believe or have faith in what Jesus says. So if we're believing in faith in the return of Jesus because he said he would return, mm-hmm. we're trusting 
exactly. in what Jesus. So faith, in some ways, the way I understand as well, Pastor Ricardo, is it's about trusting. It is. Yeah, it's about, and like you said a few moments earlier, well, trusting in the Word of God, trusting in what God has said, mm-hmm. and, and basing your faith, your the foundation of your thinking, your values, your judgments, how you see the world is based, predicated upon uh, mm-hmm. a foundation of of the Word of God. So yeah, I, I just wanted to to say that it's exactly right. That the faith is, is is part of is is trusting. Faith it's, is tr- tr- to trust. Mm. And whenever we see the word faith, we could we could add to it faith in the word of God. Yeah, that's what is that's what faith is all about. Yeah. Faith not in my feelings. It's faith in the word of God. See, so when when we read that verse again, uh, the first part of Hebrews eleven verse one. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for. We can actually say, now, faith in the Word of God is the substance of things hoped for. Substance, the foundation upon which we can deposit our hopes and, and, and consider them as facts, even though they have not happened or we have not seen it, uh, seen them yet. Um, hey, Pastor Ricardo, I can't help but think um, mm-hmm. of what experience that you and I experienced in the last few days. Right. Where we were, hope our listeners don't mind us sharing, but we were, we were in uh, New South Wales for a, a nationwide Australia's um, pastors basically meetings. We, we went, mm-hmm. ran for a week. Um, we just got back, you know, just the other day. Mm-hmm. And one of the talks was, uh, I was saying to the, off, uh, off the air before we went on, was uh, by the pastor Bill Knott, mm-hmm. who served as the um, for many years as the editor of the our worldwide Adventist publication uh, Adventist Review. But beginning of this year, he's starting a new role within uh, public affairs. Um, anyway, but, but do you remember when he taught one of his devotional messages this week? He talked about the the young man Elisha and his servant. Remember that, and he was mentioning a passage from I think it was First Kings or somewhere in the Old Testament where the Syrian hosts were surrounding. Elisha, the prophet, and he, he had a servant with him, and the, the mm-hmm. servant could mm-hmm. see all of the, the armies of the <laughs> Syrian host surrounding them. And he's like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And then the Elisha prayed a prayer and said, Lord, open Amazing, his eyes. Yeah. I, I love that message. And, um, and just he, I think that's what he's saying is that that man couldn't see mm-hmm. the, the, the fate, you know, he couldn't see the, the realities of what was really there. Mm-hmm. And um and 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 when the man had his eyes opened by by God, he could see all of God's wow. you know army surrounding them. And he you know Elisha said to him, you know, he that is, they that are with us are more than those that are with them. Uh, I don't know. I think that's, that's po- that connects to I don't know. When you were talking mm-hmm. right now, I was thinking of that 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 message mm-hmm. that because to me, when we're talking about faith, um, and I remember Bill Knott was saying this in his message. He says the world operates on. Um, we believe, no, we see, then we believe. Mm. And remember he said that mm. really it's the way God operates is believe and then you'll see. Mm-hmm. Whereas we operate, well, when I see it with my physical eyes, then I'll believe it. Where faith is much more than just what I see. Mm-hmm. It's really about what I believe and and what I put my faith in. Exactly. Even though I can't see it with my physical and natural eyes, 
there it's it goes much deeper than our physical senses. True. And that's that's why Paul says here that we hope for things that are not seen. Yeah. Praise God. Because yeah. if, if you already see, then where's your faith? Yeah. Where's your trust if you're really if you have everything sorted? Actually, reminds me of that hymn, uh, Pastor Ricardo. You know, when we sing that, that old hymn, um, It Is Well. And there's a line there, and it says, Oh, Lord, haste the day when my faith shall be sight. The clouds yes. will be rolled back as yes, a scroll. Yes, yes. And so, like, faith, there's no longer need for faith because we can he see. sees it. Yeah. So, like you're saying, well, well what mm. use is faith if you can see it? And right. so, um, so yeah, keep, keep going with this idea of mm-hmm. faith. So you've been breaking down the word. It kind of comes from this root word of substance mm-hmm. and, um, foundation where we can re, that we can rely on. That foundation, by the way, is the word of God. That's why we can rely on it and, yeah. and consider our hopes, the things that we hope for as, as facts. Yeah. Now, the second part of that verse describes faith in this way. It says, Faith is the evidence of things not seen. <laughs> okay. It's confusing, yeah. but how can you have evidence in something that you don't have evidence for? You haven't seen it. But it says here that it, that's faith. The evidence of things not seen. The word for things is the Greek pragma. And that means um, it means that which has been done or exists, right? Uh, and the word for seen, things not seen, is the word blepo, which means to see or, dis- or discern. So this is talking about um, things that have not been seen or understood or discerned. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Uh, things that have not been seen, the promised land, the heavenly city. You haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but we believe it is there. We believe that we will inhabit that city, right? Yeah. Now, things that are not discerned could be um, the, 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 the conversion, the transformation of our hearts. We don't understand how that happens. We just believe that it happens yeah. as we spend time with Jesus. It's very silly. You've probably heard this one as well. I've heard this many times. Uh-huh. How, can a, how can a black Have you heard this one? How can a black cow eat it green won. grass? Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And produce white milk, white milk, and yellow butter, or I forgot how it goes. But you know, it's a, yeah, it's kind of a mystery how. Yes, we don't know the the exact minutia of how we get milk and how right. God operates and how the birds, you know. But there is an element of faith. Yes, in 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 believing the the outcome, the the, mm-hmm. the process. So we believe the word of God because He said it. Yeah. See, uh, and, and miracles are not explained. You know, miracles are are accepted simply. And then, for example, you have Second Corinthians four eighteen, where it says, "While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal." So, faith is the evidence of eternal things that exist, but have not been seen yet. But by wow. faith, yeah. you know that they are yeah. there waiting for you. Um, so, another example, Hebrews 11, verse 3 says there, the same chapter, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. A lot of scientists nowadays are trying to explain the origin of things. And they say, this came from 
this. Yeah. And this other thing came from this other thing. And so they never end. You know? But the Bible simply says that God uh, created things out of nothing. Yeah. So they both need an, an element of faith, if you want to mm-hmm. use the word. <laughs> because, yes. you know, we weren't there. We, we, Like you said, going back to creation, how the beginning of the verse of the Bible begins, you know, in the beginning was a word. Like we've got to take that as and believe it, mm-hmm. believe it. But then even if you were to believe another way of how the world came about, then in some ways – there's an element of belief in it. There's an element of trusting in, in that hypothesis, whatever mm-hmm. your worldview is, whether God created the earth or whether it was the Big mm-hmm. Bang Theory or this world just evolved. And, you know, we weren't there millions and millions of years ago Not to, to kind of – but like you were saying, ev- the Bible talks about evidence of things not seen is, mm-hmm. is there's evidence of what we see in front of us to give us enough – this is why I say it – there's enough evidence – Mm. to trust from what we see now mm-hmm. and what we have to trust in the unseen. Mm. You know, it's And kind of coming back to the God thing, uh, Pastor Ricardo, I like to use the analogy of when we're talking about faith is I like to use in the context of relationship. Like when when I married my wife and, and when we enter into a, a covenantal relationship with our spouses, um, faith is trusting. Faith is knowing that that I can't give you tangible proof and evidence but I just know based on my my experience with my wife and, and what we've been through mm-hmm. that based on my past experience that I can almost certainly, uh, you know, have faith in, in what's coming ahead, mm-hmm. uh, if that kind of makes sense. And so faith for me and faith in my wife not, is is a belief and a trust in, yes. in my relationship with her. I think that's kind of and how it is we're, with God. We're going to talk about that aspect. <laughs> no, that's really good. That relational aspect of yeah. faith. Because faith is not just a you know thing yeah. that you that you buy at the store and oh now I have faith. No, faith requires a relationship yeah. with God in this case. Yeah, um, and, and I like what you mentioned earlier at the beginning. Um, did you go onto the the Hebrew six one or you, you're getting it to? Ah, uh, no, it no. talks about you know uh, without no, we mentioned that from yeah the, the beginning. yeah I like to just say that as well, uh, Pastor Gary. You know, without faith, it's impossible to, mm. to please God. You, you said that at the outset is um, at some level when anyone is seeking to know God and want to pursue uh, this, trying to explore this aspect of Christian faith and spirituality and wanting to understand the God of the Bible, the Bible says that you you must walk into it with an element of faith, an element of Okay, if the God of the Bible says that if if I am willing to follow and mm-hmm. and pursue him that I'm going to find him, that's an element of faith. Mm-hmm. But if you're walking into this journey already with well I'm not going to find him, well it's it's all bogus anyway, you know, you're almost defeating yourself before the journey's began. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying like everything is predicated on what you're thinking, but but the Bible does talk about faith. Exactly. And, and how one finds God. That, well, that's what it says explicitly in Hebrews 11.6. Faith is, is, is necessary for salvation. Without faith, we, we cannot be yeah. saved. That's, that's another, uh, uh, another of the things that we hope for, salvation, yeah. transformation of hearts. Ephesians 2, 8-10, describe it this way, For by grace you have been saved 
through faith. faith. That's the element of faith, believing that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And many people stop here. Yeah. Verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Right? Yeah. For good works. Now, if we try to understand how is it possible for for someone who was a criminal to change his character or her character and be a new person, that, that's a miracle. Yeah. We cannot explain it. Yeah. But we have to have faith that this is a fact that he can change us. Amen. That's faith. But we're going to get more practical in the second segment uh, when we come back because um, this was just a theory, theoretical part, but uh, after All the right. break. Okay, well, let's just uh, let's just pause there for a few moments, Pastor Ricardo. Um, just want to uh, promote our free book offer one more time in our show today. Um, we are giving away for today and the rest of our week here on Drive Time a, a free Bible, an offer of a free copy of the Bible um, with uh, Bible study helps uh, containing 12 months of Bible, of a Bible reading plan. And that is our free book offer today and the rest of the week. So if you would like a free Bible, um, delivered to you, please text the code word, uh, SA103 to our number in the studio, 04888-80811. Now, friendly bot will get in touch with you, get your contact details. And we'll get that book out to you as soon as possible. So, once again, our free book is a free book offer. Sorry, is a free copy of the Bible, God's Word. Uh, Pastor Ricardo has been talking about faith, and we want to give you the foundation of faith, which is God's Word. Please text the code word SA one zero three to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one, and we will get that book out to you as soon as possible. Please don't go away. We still have a bit more to go here on Drive Time Big Q&A. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal and forgive. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, yes, I know, he owns the future. And life is a world.
Because he lives by Anna Weatherup. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. My name is Pastor Will Moala and my co-host, Pastor Ricardo Sheffer, pastor of the Prospect International Seven-Day Adventist Church in South Australia. We're on the tail end of our show today. We've been looking at the theme, Is Faith More Than a Crutch for the Week? And today we've been unpacking the topic, What is Faith? What Does It Mean? to walk by faith. And so, Pastor Ricardo, in the few remaining time we have, walk us through a few more aspects of this idea of walking by faith. Sure. In, in the few minutes that we have left, uh, let's get more practical. Right. We've looked at the theory, what is faith, you know. We understood that faith is about faith, but in the Word of God, right? Yeah. And uh, let's get more practical. Faith is not the same as presumption. Okay, faith is not a belief based on assumptions or, or feelings. Imagine if I went to the top of a 10-story building and said, I have faith in God, therefore I'm going to jump and God is going <laughs> to save me. Yeah. That, that is presumption. Okay, and, and isn't this the same argument that Satan used to tempt Jesus yeah. with? Same thing. So Satan wants you to confuse faith in the Word of God with presumption. The faith that the Bible talks about is not based on feelings. It's, it's not a blind faith. It is faith based on the Word of God. Don't forget that, yeah. listeners. That requires you to spend time in the Word of God. Romans ten fourteen and 17 says, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And verse 17, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the, the word, word of, God. of God. Amen. 
That's why we said from the beginning, faith is a faith in the Word of God. And this takes time. Yeah. You cannot have faith or trust in the Word of God unless you spend time in the Word of God. Yes. Let me illustrate. Um, there's a story about a bus that was traveling on one of those narrow, dangerous, dusty roads in the Andes. And uh, when suddenly the weather changed, the wind was blowing and it started to rain. Very soon the road got muddy and slippery and it got really dark. The thunders were loud and seemed to bounce back and forth between the mountains. And being so close to the precipice because they had the a mountain wall on one side and the precipice on the other, being so close to the precipice, um, they all thought they were not going to make it. It was so dark they could hardly see each other's faces. But then for a, a couple of seconds, uh, the bus was illuminated by a lightning. And a lady noticed a little boy sitting by himself at the back of the bus. So she made her way to the back and sat next to the boy. Again, um, she looked at him and she said, Don't worry, everything will be fine. But the boy said, I'm not afraid. The lady was very surprised, of course, and said, You're not afraid? How can you not be afraid? And the boy said, Because my daddy is driving the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> How was it possible for him to have faith in the one who was in control of the bus? Because he had a relationship right. with the bus driver. Yep. That's why. So how can we trust God? Well, we need to have a relationship with him in the same way. You know, the yep. Native Americans, the Redskins, they have a saying that goes like this. If you really want to know someone, you have to eat a bag of salt together. That's what <laughs> wow. they say. You know, you can imagine how long that will take you to, to finish that bag. Yep. You, know, you, you have to spend time, in other words, with that person. So if we spend time in the Word, in the Bible, yep. we're going to get to know Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And if we know him, we can trust him. That's faith. Trust. Right. That is faith. So a few examples. And by the way, faith always leads to obedience. You cannot say, I have faith in God, yet I don't want to obey what he says. Right? That's incongruent. But faith always leads to obedience. Hebrews eleven seven says, and as you will see, this is faith based on the word of God that leads to obedience. It says, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, that's the word of God, right, saying this, moved by godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household. You see, faith leads into action, mm. obedience. It's not that he says, yes, I believe there's a flood coming and I'm not doing anything. He acted upon it, <laughs> yeah. right? And right. therefore, he was saved because if he said, I have faith, but he didn't build the yeah. ark, he would have been lost. Right. Faith and obedience go hand in hand. Same with Mark sixteen sixteen. He who believes, that's the faith in the word of yes. God, and is baptized, that's the action or obedience, will be saved. So how do I live by faith? And I mean faith in the word of God. Simply by believing the word of God above anything else. Amen. That's how we live by faith. If Amen. God says it, then it's true. Amen. And I must do it. Wow. I love how you ended our program today on this idea of relationship, Pastor Ricardo. I love that beautiful illustration that this the, the young man 
trusty because his father was mm-hmm. taking the wheel. Hey, Puzzle Code, we're going to have to end our show today. Uh, thank you for coming to the studio and sharing with our listeners out there today. I hope you enjoyed our, our program today. Please tune in for the rest, for tomorrow and the rest of the week. Uh, tomorrow we have Gary and Brenton. They'll be sharing with, from the question, is faith just a crutch for the week? And, um, they're going to be unpacking that, uh, tomorrow as well. So p- before we leave with, leave you we want to end with a promise from our lord jesus christ he says in the gospel of john peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives do i give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid may god bless you and we'll see you next time